Disclaimer, this podcast is not to be a substitute for individual therapy. If you need assistance, call 911 if you're in the U.S. or any emergency phone number. If you need help, if you feel depressed, anxious, reach out to someone. This podcast is for educational or entertainment purposes only. Thank you. Welcome to the Social Work Rants Podcast. I'm your host, Bash Conrano. This week, we're going to do something a little different. Uh, if you're into uh, learning about getting multiple streams of income, I got thinking outside the box, as a social worker's got to do <laughs> to think outside the box and try to make some extra money because social work, the money is like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a future superstar in the making in terms of real estate, uh, branding. Her branding is popping. You can follow her on social media. Her uh, branding is off the hook. I learned quite a few things from this uh, lovely young, young lady here. Her name is Rosalind Ortega, uh, better known as Urban Teach. So Rosalind, take it away. Thank you for coming hey. on to the podcast. Thanks, Bass. Thanks for having me. That's a lovely introduction. um yeah branding is super important so i'm I'm happy that you know you think it's going good because sometimes i'm really hard on myself and i don't think i'm doing enough um but yeah so uh, i'm happy to be here um you know real estate is my favorite conversation all the time um and obviously other ways of making money and and you know supplementing our incomes and growing our incomes in various ways so right to be here You, you ask me whatever questions you like Sure. Well, well uh, how, how do you, well, tell everybody a little bit, you know, about yourself, you know, what you do, you know, your, your business and you know, things that you, that you got popping. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, so I started Urban Teach uh, four years ago. Um, I'm originally from the Bronx. Um, when I started the, yes, BX, <laughs> um, I moved from the Heights because I lived in the Heights after moving out of the Bronx. Um, about nine years ago. So I decided to move to Jersey uh, and buy my first property, which was a multifamily property, you know, trying to get out of renting. I was tired of paying rent and living uncomfortably, no parking, no laundry room. I had a bus stop right outside my window. I had a club in the first floor. It was crazy. So I was stressed out. I was like, I need to leave New York. I'm out of here. So I got really lucky. I found a two-family house, um, you know, near the bridge, so I was able to move out here, um, and that's how it all started. You know, just kind of learn things on my own: how to be a landlord, how to find tenants, how to screen tenants. Through the years, you know, I reinvested some of my equity into other properties, um, and then I started Urban Teachers. I wanted to teach, you know, the things that I've learned on my own, and also to have other people like come and join and collaborate and teach other things you know within real estate right uh, uh, that's that's great that you do you know someone from the bronx and going up washington heights to to basically like 
like I want something better for myself and yeah, a, lot, yeah. a lot of times you know, people kind of stuck right people are just like just living to live like days just blend you can just right go from one day to the next and like I call it auto, the autopilot syndrome, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, I, just like an autopilot. You get you order the same thing every day when you get off the train to the job. Yeah. You know, that bacon, egg, and cheese or that coffee. And you go to work, you eat at your desk, you answer call. It's like you just do that so for so many years that you never really stop to think like, you know, I need to change my life, like change my surroundings and venture out of what I know and try something new. So I was glad I did that. Um, you know, the rest is history. I love living in North Jersey. I go back to the BX all the time. I saw you last in the BX. Yes, yes, yes. That was, that was great catching up with you again. Uh, in person after uh, just like last year and a half going right. on two years and, of just full craziness. And yes. even before that, all the craziness with, uh, with 45. Right? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> It's like we go from one to the other, right? It's like the stress of the politi politics and all the fighting online and then to COVID. So now we're fighting over COVID and masks. And now it's masks <laughs> and now it's IRS trying to, you know, I know keep tabs me, on our checking account. Well, like, what's going on? You, like, this is like, I saw that. I was like, I, I, and it's funny because it kind of you know, pissed me off too because, you know, really, you know, 2020, at least here in America, because I, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, my, my own horn, but you know, mm. I, I got I got listeners out the U.S. So for those, yes, nice, for those, love it. But for those out the U.S. Uh, here, as of today, as of this recording, September fourteenth, happy birthday to my cousin. Um, <laughs> and, uh, there's a report out that the IRS here in the U.S. is trying to look into business bank accounts to possibly future like audits and all this right. other crazy stuff invasion of privacy so all invasion the of privacy all, yes. the, all the right wingers are having a field day going to have a few of course day they are <laughs> <laughs> they're loving it today they're like oh that's why you voted for biden that's what happens exactly. but uh, so, yeah like, they're talking about everything every deposit every transaction over six hundred dollars is going to be i guess noted somewhere you know so like some people think that the argument is that we don't want to pay taxes. That's not the argument. We have to pay taxes, right? Yeah, absolutely. We go to jail. Yeah, the <laughs> argument is like, you know, if my brother decides to give me $1,000 for my birthday and I put it into my checking account, now the IRS thinks that income is taxable and they're going to compare my income there to my income on my tax papers. And it's like, you can't even gift money anymore if this goes through. So it's really scary. We're gonna go back to the shoebox and uh, mattresses. And mattresses, right? Exactly. <laughs> but, but my point, my point is that you no, know, 2020 was really like the first time I, I guess us black and brown people really paid attention to the stock market. Many of us are first-time investors. I'm a first-time investor. I always yes. had in my head like, how how do you invest? Like I got, you know, some 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 money that's coming in like especially for the kids thing about them in the future like mm -hmm. I, I already knew like in the bank like sitting in the bank is not not where it's at at least not not right now right like, where do i go to invest and didn't know anything about it then pandemic hits and then boom here, here yeah. comes the, yeah. the investing game and so many of us black and brown people are 
started to invest first time investors people you know making a, a few dollars here, here and there yeah and then now a year year and a half later now you want to go into people's accounts people started businesses i started my business in 2020 yeah, and it's like, exactly now you want to go and it's it's, it's it looks very very shady and like right I, I it looks very targeted like it's targeted yes. to the specific group because it's if you think about it the wealthy's not worried about 600 going into their account right no of course not <laughs> like so you're gonna look at my 600 going in you know what i mean so it's, so it's if, I get, if i get an extra little little money or even like my, my poor dad he's like give me like some money like i don't need your money like still like trying to take i'm the i'm the youngest so he still wants yeah. to like, like send money or i'm like Here's some money so you can help pay my rent. <laughs> so uh -huh. like, yeah. put in the bank account and stuff like that. And then it's like, I put it in the account and I was like, it looks like taxable income. Like, no, I'm using, I'm like putting that money back out because <laughs> it's yeah. going to bill. It's like, you no know, rent, especially in you know, North Jersey, the Bronx, mm -hmm. New York City is it's absolutely going crazy. ridiculous. Especially like in the hood hood is like, right all these skyscrapers and uh, luxury apartments and just right. going for 2300 for a studio one bedroom and it's like yeah but like there's like you gotta walk like three four blocks to a supermarket three four blocks to take your child to school <laughs> it's right. like it doesn't make any sense underneath yeah. the major digging so it's like right not right. make any sense like, yeah and then displacing the people that have been there all these years you know oh yeah absolutely and, and you're not making any affordable housing for for the middle class or middle class you're not not making enough or fast enough housing for seniors like so right. it's it is it, a hot mess and I, I don't think uh at least in new york i don't think the uh shelter system ever ever recovered from hurricane mm. sandy so people don't want to talk about that so right right um, it was already a shit show before sandy but you know, after that <laughs> i don't think it's recovered since Right. So it, it's it's been a hot mess, and it's just it just make you think like like what what's going on, and people are are are, are paying attention. Like if you're not paying attention, you're, oh, you're gonna be lost. So you're gonna you be left to, behind. Yeah. Yeah. People just don't. People don't care. The, the government's not gonna care. Like people right. starting to make some money, like they're not gonna care. Just you know, how I make more money. What what's the next move? What's going on? Like. Right. And we got crypto and like real estate and it's stocks just, and online <laughs> stores. There's like a little bit, there's everything for everyone, is what I always say. So it's like if you don't like the stock market and crypto, get into a Shopify store, sell some stuff, right? Or like if you don't that's like the next move that the Shopify is gonna be gonna be next move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and then the thing is like, well, you gotta think about it because if we wait on government to fix things, they're never gonna fix things. It's only gonna get worse, right? I know people paying two thousand dollars in rent, in the city, you know, in the BX North BX, and I'm like, gosh, like that's a lot of money. That's like more than half your income, you know, going to rent, and you're yeah. not even comfortable. Um, but it's definitely we just gotta keep talking about it and sharing, you know, information and. Those that want to catch up, catch on, they'll catch on, and then some others just don't want to listen. So there's not much you can do there, right? Yeah, and and so to relate it to to social work, you know, social work school, they they don't they want you to at least when I went to went to school and I hear stuff today like, okay, you can start a private practice. Okay, well, how how do I like do I need to form an LLC? Do 
like all this formation of stuff of your small business, business they don't see the business structure, they don't teach you all that. Okay, just right. go see these clients, you can make some some money off of it. Okay, but what's what the, there's layers behind that link. Right. Do you want to if you're in New York or in New Jersey, like each state does their, their own thing and is a different different process. There's you no know, our license are, is not a universal license. You gotta get a license in every for, state for each state. So yeah. and it does not it doesn't transfer if you want to move, like you got we take our, our licensing exam for, for most cases. So okay. it doesn't you know the, the that doesn't get talked about in, in school. So it's like, okay, I wanna like have a small business or a, or a side hustle. I'm working a nine to five and have this side hustle and doing the therapy. And it's like, okay, but there's so much stuff that goes into it like that, that nobody, like, where do you learn this right. information from? So at least now, like, at least like past couple of years, there's, it's almost like too much <laughs> information. Too much almost. information. Yeah. It's like, everybody's gonna, like, I know like so many people doing like credit now, like it's just, like easy to get. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, this credit is a big thing. No, people doing real estate, and right? A whole bunch of people doing stocks and business credit, and it's almost like, whoa, like who, where do I go for this yeah, information yeah. And, and what to do, how to get into it without like, okay, I may have a couple bucks here and there. What like, well, what do I do? Like, okay, I want to make like an extra stream of income. Where where do I go? How do I do this? So yeah. it's like. But here you are with the with the real estate. How how can someone who might be interested or never thought about it, like how can someone can, can can get into the real estate game? So for me, like I'm really fo- I had to I started rebranding the business model because I really wanted to niche it down even more. So at the beginning, I was doing classes to teach people how to buy real estate, right? Buy any kind of real estate. So you want multifamily, Section Eight rentals. I was doing Airbnb for a little bit, like, you know, through my private groups. Um, But now I want to just focus on the renters, the people that rent right now that want to get into their first home, their first home or their first rental property. Because I always tell people, look, look, if you're not ready to move out of New York or you work for the city or you work for the MTA and you're making 80, 90, 100 grand a year with overtime and you're renting, but you're like, you know what? I got a couple of more years in. I don't want to leave the city just yet. You can still invest in a rental, right? You can pay your rent in New York, put the money that you do have into a rental property or multifamily rental property, let's say somewhere within an hour or an hour and a half. And you can actually use the cash flow, some of the money that's left over to cover your rent or some of your rent. But at least your money's working for you, right? Yeah, absolutely. So sitting in the bank is not going to do anything. Sitting in no. the bank, <laughs> the bank is going to laugh at you and be like, here's 0.09%. Have that, you know? <laughs> Where you can buy something and, you know, your tenants are paying your mortgage, you're getting an extra $500, $1,000 a month that you can put towards your rent, or you can just invest it into something else. So right now I'm focused on that specifically. So I'm kind of rebranding into, um, you know, trying to find the newbies that are really trying to get into, out of renting and into buying their first place. Wow, that, that's, that's awesome that, that, that you do that. Um, now, like I, I've taken, I switched gears to a little bit, you know, about your your branding, and you know, you're always posting content, like at least three or four posts a day. I try, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work. 
Yeah, uh, talk, talk about that work because I, I, I have you know, many of my, my peers who have you know, small businesses have, you know, do, try to do the, the branding thing for, for their, their businesses and, and you know, have private practices you know, you know, doing the therapy and they want to have pop, starting podcasts and put that in mm-hmm. as part of their, their branding as well. Like what, what, what some tips you can give regard, regarding uh, uh, branding and, and at least make, make some, a little bit more money? Yeah, so for me, I mean, the most important thing really is identifying your customer. Like who are you trying to acquire, right? To try you as a service. So I know that with social work, there's different areas, right? Like you can yeah. do social worker for children or for um, couples therapy or, you know, people with trauma or like people that have just survived like a health crisis. So you just got to identify your niche, like, okay, who is it that I'm trying to help? And then build all of your content around that. Because, you know, even if your page has 500 followers, a thousand followers, but if they're, if they're all needing your service because it can all relate to what it is you can help them with then that's all you need you know what I mean so sometimes yeah. the numbers really don't mean much there's people out there that have like 50,000 followers on their pages but they make like zero income because they haven't narrowed down their market they're just posting about everything everything and everything they're kind of all over the place like someone that looks at their page is like I'm confused what is this you know what's their specialty so I would just tell them to focus on your specialty, whichever, you know, whatever that is, pick one or two things. You don't have to pick just one, but like focus on one or two things that you specialize in. Make sure your bio says it, it is very clear. And then every time you post, you know, if, if you don't post something that's relatable to that, at least in the caption, make sure that you mention like, you know, just PSA, you know, I assist with marriage counseling. I've been a professional for whatever years, like, you know, throwing your resume, a little bit of your resume in there. Right. I think that would help for sure. Yeah. And, and even just, you know, just being consistent. I know consistent, I, I, yeah, you have to. I, I, I've yeah. been like little, little struggling, uh, not with the podcast, just with the, with the, the business. Because <laughs> yeah. it's hard, you know, it's a lot it's, of work. Yeah, it's definitely hard. It's especially now with this starting this, this, this new job and just the whole summer, like from, yeah. from the start of the summer kind of ruined what I wanted, wanted to do. And it's, it's just hard. Like it's like a first summer like that I didn't have to work, which was weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, you had a, yeah you're like, what am I? Like, I feel like you have to be somewhere where you weren't sure. <laughs> but uh, I spent the summer job searching and networking and just like, Buying, like, you know, getting the at least made time for like the business to really, uh, you know, kind of like starting the found building that small foundation right. a little bit and then focusing on one thing. I was trying to do like two things at the same time, and it was like, let me focus on one yeah. thing while at the same time trying to do everything else in my life, right? <laughs> yeah, and just focus on one thing, which I'm, I'm doing now. So that's coming soon and good, go good. to it and then I can focus on the next thing the last uh couple months out the year and then 2022 God willing just all right we're doing we're doing we're doing, yeah. we doing yes. everything <laughs> good yeah I mean that's important too that you say that because you know like 
once we, when we start getting into that business mindset, we're like, like you said, there's a lot of information out there. So people will get, you can easily get crazy about it, right? You could be like, oh, I could do this and that and this and that. But in reality is like you, you have to like laser focus on one thing, which is why I'm doing like, I'm laser focusing on entry level newbie real estate invest, you know, real estate buyers, investors. Because before I was like, oh, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to teach about this, or maybe I'll teach about flipping, or maybe I'll include a business credit class, which I did, remember? Yes. Uh, maybe absolutely. I'm going to do, you know. That, that was clutch, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, how, how am I going to, maybe I'll do a class on leaving your nine to five, which I did a brunch about. So like all these ideas that pop into my the, head. The website, the website class, I still got that. Building the website. <laughs> exactly. So I was trying to teach every all of the things that I learned throughout the process. But then I'm like, wait, I keep like going away from my main focus, mm -hmm. which is creating content and classes for new investors. So I literally, I have to stop myself. Like anytime some idea comes into my head, I'm like, nope, nope, not doing it. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> like, let me just do what I need to do. So it's very but, important but it's, to balance it. But, but it's good that you have that, that self-awareness because you can literally, like you said, you can literally try to do a little bit of everything. And it's yeah. like, you kind of get lost in your own way and you like lost in your own way. So like, you're not going to make the sales that, that might have in your head that you want to do. And it's like, what what's wrong? And it's like, you're doing a little bit too much. And it's like, yeah, yeah. now calm, calm down and, no, that's why I took a break from well, podcasting for a little bit, just uh, mm -hmm. like break, breaking into seasons or like, let me record and okay, I got these recordings. Okay, now we like this all, right. all, all and popping. Uh, you know, September last year was really, I, I started seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. So I kind of like okay. try to like, let's see the, ma the magic strikes twice, <laughs> September yeah, yeah. 2021 again. So and let's see where let's see where this goes. Got <laughs> so, it. Um, no, but it's good so that you sense. have, but it's good that you had that self awareness that you no, know, and I, I I think people don't uh, realize that that they need that self awareness of really like look into themselves of what they they want to do. I know Gary. Gary Vaynerchuk talks a lot about self awareness and all the time, and I, I love it because it's. I true. know it's like, we need it. So, so contagious and, and yeah needed it's, it's important and you know, figuring things out and, and us social workers you know just in our work we deal with so much of people's yeah. trauma and it's like whoa like I mean you really, gotta yeah I can only imagine like you have to be able to turn it off and like cut cut the feeling down like okay I'm feeling this way because of I just spoke to someone that like put all that energy on me and now I gotta do my own stuff you know i can't even imagine how you do that how you do that like you guys deserve a yearly award just for doing that that's hard work yeah we we um, uh, we, we need our, our our student loans to give them <laughs> you are right about that you gotta maybe you need to start a little uh uh coalition about that because seriously oh uh, yeah i've been i've been, talk, I've been talking about it a, a lot recently that when I, even when i went to to dc for labor day weekend i, I went to the white house and did a nice. whole did you <laughs> yeah i missed that i didn't see that that's dope it was a little quick 30 second video i was like i was really standing the white house is like i don't know how people used to jump over like now you can't do that it's like of layers course, over man. layers yeah, <laughs> but, i'm sure like literally was like outside the white house my phone's like 
fighting it's, it's good data and, and still <laughs> that like so. <laughs> yeah man it, it needs to happen because that's what's keeping a lot of people to you know from saving and pay, making those saving payments and investing and, and yeah buying crazy. rental property or getting first homes like right you know decreasing the wage gap like so many things and it's just yeah it's, it's absolutely ridiculous and, it uh, is I, I, I was still trying to interview a a social worker outside outside of the, the western hemisphere and see like get their perspective oh, on america that would be a <laughs> I, good interview, I interviewed one i interviewed one person and it was a funny just a couple of things he said about the u.s so i definitely want to do that just to get a different perspective what you think about america <laughs> Listen, <laughs> they they will tell you to your face i went to italy <laughs> like four years ago maybe five years ago and then they, whenever we spoke to people that are not American, like from other countries in Europe, they were like, you know, I don't know why you guys think you're the best thing since sliced bread. Like, <laughs> we have it good here. We have free health care. We have free education. You know, we have siesta two hour days, four hour, four week vacations per year. Maternity leaves are like nine months to a year full pay. You know, like this lady was bragging about all her stuff yeah. and I'm sitting there like, I can argue with you. Like, you're right. Yeah. I won't even try. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy how, how ass backwards we 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 are in, in, in many things. Uh, right. So it's only time will tell what was, what was going on. Now. Yeah, we got to build our my, own economies. That's what it is. I was telling my fiance today, like, you know, November, you know, these Republicans, they they taking over again, <laughs> midterm elections. Yeah, it's going to be real funny and tricky. <laughs> Who knows? I actually saw, saw a post, like, a couple of days ago. It was like, we got the House, we got the Senate, and the President is Democrat, and still nothing's getting done. I'm like, wow, like, that that's really true. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And listen, I can't even watch him speak on TV. I'm like, oh my God, he he's like falling over. Like the guy just needs to go home. Like what's going on here? Where's the vice president? I don't see her anywhere. What's going no, on she, here? No, she, they, they got they got her like locked up somewhere. Locked up in the basement. I don't know. I saw somebody like today like got arrested for, for plotting the killer. I'm like, she hasn't even done anything. Wow, you're right. Like, why would you even <laughs> waste your time? I and mean, first of all, you won't even find her because she's nowhere. They, they got her like locked That's locked terrible. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, I was hoping, I was really hoping to see her like, you know, do speeches and travel the country and come to like urban cities and like talk yeah, to she, her. Yeah, she traveled a little bit. I think she went to California because California is a hot mess with their uh, election. I think it's today actually was the, their election. So ah. to keep their, their governor. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, that's another mess. But I always tell people, look, politics are always going to be messy. We just got to worry about creating our own economy, you know, teaching our kids. Right. And and I think that I think that's also what people finally kind of like un understood as well as like, it don't matter who the president is or what's right. going on in Congress, like just make your own money and then you deal with the IRS when whenever you during the tax time or whatever happens yeah. from there it happens. And so you you're making money, you like, you know, man, just started my small my business in October and then Wait, I pay for all this other stuff from the beginning of the year. I could like put it on my taxes now. It's That's like, right. Yeah. So when my tax bill came, I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. 
in a good way or in a bad way? No, good way. Oh, okay, was, good. Okay. All the taxes, it reduced my taxable yes. income, which I learned during the pandemic. I was like, oh yeah, that's what that term means. Okay, yeah. that's <laughs> like. I just did that today. I ran my my class sales through September, like January through September. And I looked at the number. I was like, oh, I did pretty good. And then um, I have a folder where I print, I print everything. I'm really old school. So I print like all my bills, invoices and stuff. So like everything I pay through GoDaddy, like, you know, the subscription every month. Of course. Um, you kind of need that now with, 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 with Biden want to get in our business. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so you're going to need that. Yeah. But I printed a bunch of stuff. I'm like, oh, I could write this off. I could write that off. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. I'm going to write that off, you know. So I'm reconciling now before the end of the year because then it gets crazy. Yeah. That, no, I uh, I even thought about it today. It was like, I, I need to do a sales force. I need to do an ADP or, or, or something. Yes. And just I do ADP and I pay myself on W2 from my business account. Yeah. So if you need help with that, just let me know. Okay. And, 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 that, and that's important for, for you know, the, the social workers with their, with their businesses yes. and, and the, you know, the importance of tax ramifications and Right. You know, all these write-offs that, that you could do and get and you know, rent, renting out office space to do your therapy, you know, yes. you're getting a couch and, and right, right. Know, all those that stuff could, could be, you know, written off and, and things like that. And that and, and goes back again to grad school that, that okay, you want to have a nice office and you know, all yeah. this stuff and do the, the therapy that you need an office, like how do you go about doing that? And there's lease contracts and right. And, and all that stuff that, that goes into it and you're you know, spending money. Okay, I went to grad school, spent money. And then now you got to spend that. more money. And now you got to spend more money to take a test to, to get your license. And now you got to spend money for your right. business if you want. And it's like, it, 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 it never ends. And it's just, mm-hmm. you can't talk about it. Once you got your degree and then you lucky enough to get your license, then it's like, okay, your job, you were on, yeah. on your own. And it's like, it doesn't make they don't and that's that's the problem i have with education the education system like sometimes i do post how frustrating it is because i'm like i didn't learn this in high school i didn't learn this in co- i didn't go to college i don't have a four-year but i did one semester in college and i went to a trade school and i'm like i didn't learn any, anything that i know now like 90 percent of the information i use for my business i learned it on my own right so that's why i tell people like okay if you want to go to school it's great if you Picking a specific field like you, you wanted to be a social mm-hmm. worker, you picked that field, you did it. But then everything else that you need to like function as a business is self-education. So, you know, it's so important that people just take the time out to like really learn those things. Because school, you can't rely on school to teach you any of that. They're not going to do it. Yeah, I, I, I was happy to see in my, my son's middle school that they did have a, a business class. I wish it was like the, nice. entire, the entire school school year but it was only like a, a semester i was like okay at least it's Listen, something take it right and they're, they're doing it doing it again uh in, in the spring next year so that's like, good that's good I'm and then you can teach them everything you know because now you're yeah exactly blown like, entrepreneur they they see me all the time on on the market monday zoom like don't bother me eight o'clock don't bother me i'm on the zoom call <laughs> If Wall Street Chopper come on, I'm like, oh, I'm man. on the Zoom. <laughs> Listen, Wall Street, he follows my page, by the way. So oh, he that's said, amazing. He, um, I saw him on my story, like, yesterday, was it? He looked at all my stories, on my posts. No, the day that I saw J-Lo, I saw J-Lo on Sunday. Oh, uh, yes. 
So I was like, Let don't me get me started with her. We're gonna have an argument with her. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's okay. I've been used, I'm used to it. I argue with everybody about J Lo, but um, I saw that he saw all my stories, right? And I'm like, look at you, Trapper, snooping around my J Lo post. Like I know what you're up to. So I sent him a DM, and he was laughing. He was like, LOL, Queen. So I gotta start jumping on his lives to see, like, you know how you can. Send I, I was on his live today. Were you? Oh, that's dope. <laughs> at work, I was like, like work was really slow, like. Anybody in Chapters Anonymous? I'm like, I am. And he, like, he picked me. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, he's a, such a cool guy, man. I really want to do something in New York to invite him up here to do something. Yeah. Unless that, I that, get my, you know, that, other that'd space. That would be right great. Uh, I heard her and Elisa's trying to do another New York City event, so. They need to, man. I was kind of, not upset, but I was a little bit, like, for the Invest Fest, I was like, I wish they would have done it up here. It would have been, like, insane. But I know that, Atlanta's the hot spot. Yeah, and, and most of their most there. of their people are, are down there, so right. it's easier for them to, to do that. I was, I was being selfish like, about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, yeah, yeah, I should have did it in New York. I would have went, but Atlanta, Atlanta's been a hot mess with the pandemic. I wasn't trying to like. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it looks like it hasn't. COVID hasn't hit Atlanta though, because people are just still doing what they do in and, Miami and, too. And 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 that's what the GOP is like. See, like the COVID cases are not going up there, so it's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Florida too. Florida's wide open. Florida's been wide. Florida's. I've been trying to get Florida out of, out of part of the United States for like six years now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think Florida say anymore. I don't care. My brother lives there. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Half my family lives down there, and I'm like, I, I'm. Every time I speak in the winter time, I'm like, maybe I, I need to reconsider because I used to live in Miami. So I'm like, maybe I'll reconsider going back. Then come spring, I'm like, hell no, I'm not going down there. I'm staying right where I am. <laughs> but maybe eventually when I get really sick of the winter weather, we'll see. But they're just special down there. They really are. Yeah, they, they, they'd, be, they'd be on some specialists. <laughs> it's a, it's Sorry for any Florida listeners. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> But I, I don't know that it's, it's something even even here in Delaware, like I, I, within like the last week to 10 days today, I saw somebody driving with uh, two small trunk flags on the side of the car. Wow. And I felt like like honking, but like, you know, he lost, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it because listen, that's no, they, they wild it's not enough. worth it. It's not worth it. I, I saw, I seen two two signs. Uh, one is like black letters and in blue all around, saying like uh, the, the liar lives in the White House, talking about Biden. And then I saw another sign about Biden being incompetent and just just ask like. I, Listen, I always tell people, or I just say it anywhere, if you're that passionate about politics that you're going to go out of your way to buy flags and banners and put it in your car, it's not even an election year. What are you doing? Right? So I hope you take that same amount of time to check your credit score, check your savings and your budget and that your kids' school homework is done. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then I saw somebody drove around... um, with a, a Confederate flag, oh. which which the only time I seen that when I drove through Virginia Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. So that's something I'm from New York. I'm not used I'm not, I'm not used to seeing no Confederate flag flag. Right. So I saw that, and then I think the same guy had a flag made that, that something about Biden's uh, 
like oh, 88 or something something like that so too passionate. this is his own state <laughs> yeah i was exactly i'm gonna say that's what i was gonna say like if you're that passionate about it i hope your life and your finances are in order because we're, we're spending the the time on the wrong shit <laughs> so yeah I, I i totally totally agree and even the, the school board meetings in my, <laughs> my school board like yeah fighting over the mass and even throughout the country people fighting over the mass and it's like even my own state which uh, I, the governor finally signed a, a a bill that he took for whatever reason took forever to sign uh, to hire more social workers and, and school counselors. Okay, but then, right. I, but I was told by the school counselor that of the school I'm going to be working with that is only going to be for the elementary school kids. Okay, but what about the elementary? But the Aww. the school kids like. Yeah, man, and the it's middle like, school and high schoolers that are the ones that need it the most. They're, you know, bodies changing. They go through going through all these bouts and drama and stuff. Oh. Yeah, I, I was dealing with middle school kids that wanted to, to kill themselves last, last school year. Like it was like it's crazy. Like we have all these kids, like yeah, like, all these mental health issues, and you know, they can have the world, and it just still does, yeah. doesn't doesn't matter. So right. Social media too is, is not good for them. You know, I have a 13 year old and she was home all of last year, the first year ever. And she got depressed. I had to get her a therapist, you know, had to do all of that because she was crying every day for no reason, you know, and it was because she was home and she was never been, she's never been used to that. She's always been in dance club, you know, dance class. She plays the sax, she plays the violin. But for the whole year, she was just home and it was like driving her crazy. And as soon as school started, actually over the summer, like I started pairing her up with some friends of hers. You know, I, could, I was able to like skip the session. So from every week we went to every two weeks. And then I did uh, in August, we only did one session. And then by the end of August, she's like, you know what, mom, I think I'm okay. I don't need a therapist, you know, for September. So we, I kind of canceled the sessions. I'm like, all right, let me see, like touch and go. Yeah, yeah. But um, imagine if it was if it's a parent that never really did that, that never really identified a problem and just let their kids cry in their room every day, and you know it just gets worse if you don't do something about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, absolutely. Yeah, and it's like uh, I try to in my head try to be more. Uh, I kind of like more focus in my head, like with the kids, and it's just like no, no, you know, like I'm my my nine year old, my my twelve year old, but. Uh, my, my son took it hard like this year too it was like yeah. especially you know the move didn't help so, like all, all his friends that he grew up with from like the first grade to now and it's like right how do like he stay communicate with them which he's not ready for his cell phone <laughs> yeah no he's he's nine right he's the little he's, one he's 12 oh he's a tw he's the older one okay 12 he's the older you know, he ain't ready for he's not ready for no phone right so yeah. it's like balancing out you know work yeah, the yeah. business like parenting is like how do I like I told them like uh, I, I finally purchased Zoom. I was gonna <laughs> so, say like, put him on Zoom, yeah, on the tablet. He's like, he's like no, I don't, want, I don't He's like I don't want to do Zoom. I'm like I put in Ponce like you know, I'm not getting you the phone. You need to learn compromise. Learn yeah. that's <laughs> I mean they do, they do the Roblox and the whatever other games. They talk with the headphones. You know, get an Xbox or whatever. Yeah, but, but like. Uh, um worry about the um video game but he plays a lot of video games too it's like no nah, you yeah, need to find something balanced you need else. to you know stay active and like okay you you back in the school building i purposely did the the summer camp for both of them just to get oh, them good. 
throughout the summer with you know, me friends and stuff like that. So he's Good. a couple friends that went to the summer camp too. That's in the school now. So all right, like now. Yeah, that's a good move. You're, you're the social butterfly. You got that from your mama, girl. Right? Yeah. That's from me. <laughs> so go out there, talk, do, do your thing. And you know, my girl, she's always like, want to give everybody a hug. She don't give you a hug, Aww. like there, there's something wrong. Love it, love it. <laughs> but listen, that's what you have to do is like, you got to find a, that balance for them. Because, but the thing is, at least we identify it, right? Like some parents that I know are like, they just need to get over it or they're, they're very abrupt about it. And it's like, no, imagine you being 12 and like going from having a whole social life at school to now being locked in the house on a laptop for eight hours a day. Like my daughter had a three minute breaks in between her class. She was, she didn't even want to eat because the teachers were like, you can't eat while the class is in session. You got to have your camera on like all this stress. And I will, and I will have to literally pop into the laptop and be like, excuse me, she's taking a break. She's going to turn her camera off now because I'm like, you know, it got really silly after a while. It's like these kids are going through. It's a lot. Yeah. And watching all the COVID news and the COVID, you know, stuff. And it was just crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate with, uh, you know, with our kids. And it's, uh, now it's, us as social workers, like, yeah. we're here. Like, let's go, let's go. And, but it's it, it's 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 really hard for for everybody and you know continue best wishes for you as a parent first and foremost with, with both your your beautiful babies. That, Thank you. That I know last year I was like fighting every day, like turn on your freaking camera off, turn your camera off. <laughs> yeah, camera. yeah, yeah. It was every day for years, like to a point like. My daughter be like, you know, you're not supposed to hit me, right? I said, you know, I'm from the Bronx, right? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? She goes, well, you're here in the suburbs in New Jersey. Parents don't hit their kids. I said, really? You want to bet? <laughs> Go ahead, test me. <laughs> but she's a good kid. I can't complain. Take it to Broad Street in Newark and see what See what happens. That's right. <laughs> Drop her off right there in the middle, plop, and come back and get her. Oh, two the, hours. The, the whole the whole iron bar on section of Newark. Mama back up. Leave you right there. See what happens. Are you gonna find your way home? But yeah, luckily I don't have to deal with that just yet. You know, hopefully never. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, but how, like this is a perfect segue. Like, how how do you balance? You know your your business and then your parenting to your kids and you know, being being a wife and, and you know I have you no know, social friends who are married with, with kids and like how with you no know, businesses as well. Like how, how do you like for yourself like how do you balance all that? Um you know it's hard but I the I have to keep everything on a schedule. So like I try not to deviate from my schedule too much. So I was never very schedule happy. That's why I left my nine to five because I hated like that structure would drive me crazy. Like I felt like I was in a box. So I like, like, you know, I like creating my day. Right. But with the business and the kids and like, you know, marketing and all that stuff, it's a lot. So after a while you, you have to go back to structure. You have to go back to a routine. Um, so I keep everything, you know, literally scheduled. That's why I was like, bass Tuesday night. Okay. I'm gonna put it in my schedule. Um, <laughs> You know, and and uh, I try to stick to it. So, you know, I drop them off in school in the morning. During the day, I have like four or five hours of like quiet time. So I get to 
go to Home Depot, pick anything up that I need for the properties. You know, I get to do the paperwork that I have on my desk, whether that's like a bill that I have to pay or these calendars that I use, very old school calendars. <laughs> so I put my notes in there so that I know what's coming up for the week. I cook early. So I literally do, I try to do dinner like by four. So by nighttime, you know, when they get hungry after six, seven, the food is already there. They just got to warm it up. So I have like systems in place, you know, so this way everybody's do is getting what they need from me, but then I'm getting my quiet time too. So like right now is nine o'clock, you know, my husband's downstairs in the basement, probably an Xbox. And the two girls are upstairs. They're already ready. They ate dinner. They took baths. They did their homework. So they're just watching TV in bed. So, and then I can teach my classes at night. So it's just balancing it all, you know? Yeah, the, the, it's important. Um, I'm, I'm still working on the, the structure and writing stuff down. I've been trying to put stuff on my phone. I put a mm-hmm. calendar and now I'm balancing two different school, school district, one for work and the kids. So it's like, yeah. We and the schedules are different because the school, the school districts, they do their own okay. thing down in. And it's like, yeah, and it's like so it it'll help it help me with with, with my business. It eventually, just you know, be more structured, be more organized. So that's now my strong students is getting getting better. Uh, yeah, you know, one... so like I already got all, all the days. Were, Monday off, all the days yes. off in my calendar. I was like, all right. I'm, that's I'm that's what I go. did too. I printed the the school cat. They go to two different districts, right? So I had to like, I was like, okay, they're off on these days in November, these days in December, these days in February. I'm already like November. I'm going here. <laughs> like <laughs> February, I'm okay weekend. I'm going to DR for four days. Like, you know, because you got to also throw in like a little bit of fun without the kids. So that's how that's how I'm doing it now. I gotta plan it ahead, no matter what, to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I enjoy I enjoy the last couple couple of weeks of August with with, with no kids. So it's, nice. That's that's definitely important. It's necessary. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's necessary, and, and I make no 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 shame whatsoever. Post a meme up about me celebrating and get free. Listen, I don't. <laughs> I have no shame. And I'm like, if you try to shame me for that, you can go. Exactly. You know, whatever. <laughs> like, because for 345 days of the year, like I'm, you're around all the time. You're doing everything for them. So you, you deserve your break, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And I'm like, oh, go to grandma, grandma's house for a couple of weeks. I'm like, yeah, we can't wait. Nice. They, they pack. Find me. <laughs> You'll be like, call me on the phone. They're like, bye. They're like, bye. Like, like, they need, I think they need that too because they also need to appreciate us being away from us is when they really start to like be like oh I miss mom you know oh mom does this for me you know I always feel like they try to they take us for granted when they're around all the time so yeah that, and which is what made the pandemic begin to say so hard it was like 24 7 like like you became parent teacher like school counselor it. it's like every right. you know, the yes. sibling, the siblings became like schoolmates, and then like it, it just everybody's on top of each other with with, with nowhere to go and like getting bare essentials from the supermarket. And supermarkets align outside to buy yeah. groceries and gotta go to the bank, and there's a line to, to go to the bank, a line for for everything. It was, for everything, and the disinfecting everything too. And disinfecting everything. Remember those days? Like, <laughs> my husband would be like, leave the bags outside. We got to spray them. I'm like, what? 
it was some crazy shit. And it's, again, the news drove everybody crazy too, you know? So it was just- Oh yeah, yeah, of course. But no, definitely, I saw that everything, like, you know, the cereal box, like, <laughs> grab the cereal box, like, come, come Under home. your shoes, like, I remember, yeah, it, was, it was bad. I, I, I still do the shoes a, a little bit from time to time, just yeah. for being in, in a school building. I was like, true. With the little kids uh, unvaccinated. So the like, germ boxes. That's yes, the germ boxes. The little ones. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's in kindergarten now. So I'm like, every time she gets home, I'll be like, spray, spray, go upstairs, wash your hands, take off your clothes, put it in the hamper. Like, yeah, don't touch me. Well, it, 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 is that real though? Because you just don't, you just don't, don't know. Like, right, right. And, and it's not just like media things, just your own personal preference. I think became, I became like down low, like little germaphobe. <laughs> we all did, yeah, because again, it was, you know, you didn't I, know what to, you didn't know what was really happening. I accidentally touched a, norm, a doorknob, like, oh, I gotta go wash my, my hands. hands were so like, dry too from like washing my hands. Like washing hands and like the hand sanitizer was like, it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we're in better times. I guess so. We'll see. Yes, yes, somewhat. We we'll see because these variants they they not they not playing. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But you know, I just tell people stay healthy. You know, again, we gotta we gotta keep working on our immune system. I know that a lot of Vitamins. us. Don't, we don't talk about that enough, but it's like we have to, you know, it's they work and they help. They make yeah, us stronger. So. Yeah, definitely been like taking so many vitamins and like yeah. There's so many vitamins in my in my, in my life and it helps because now you 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 have to and I will if you want to promote the vaccines or whatever the healthy stuff. Fine, fine, promote exactly. Get the yeah. vitamin D, get the get yes. the natural sunlight. Get your physical done every, you know, if you need to do it twice a year, once a year to make sure that everything else is in order, you know, your sugar and your cholesterol and, right. you know. Pro promote Im immune immune foods and drinks or whatever it is. I heard to the immunity, we're, we're living longer at, at human beings with, and you know, our seniors are living into the like 70s, 80s, 90s. I had a, a client briefly was like 101 who, oh. who, who was alive for the, the Spanish flu. <laughs> so it's like, you know, people living longer and it's like, okay, like do, do stuff, have the housing available, do all these food yeah. options that, that are healthy, especially in our black and brown communities. Yes, not, not, exactly. just, not just the suburbs, and like just everywhere. Like, right have like a healthier you know options and you know from my you know, I know I gotta get back to the exercise. I I, I was I went from pre COVID four or five up to seven days a week depending on the week I was yeah. in the gym every day to like I haven't sniffed the gym in like <laughs> over two over two and a half months and all like, right it's time to get back. I'm saying the yeah. same thing too because I need to get back. But more for like I just sit a lot, like in front of the laptop. So I feel yeah. like I need to move more because um, I'm getting joint pains now. Like my elbows are hurting, my knees. It must be the forties. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> damn forties. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah forty two is coming up in a few weeks. So I, I know that. No, yeah, forty three for me. I for so these these going up these stairs in in, in the house. Uh, it helps a little bit, but not like going up subway stairs and right. running 
they're running around doing home visits now. I'm like, I'm driving everywhere. So right. exactly. Same here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if I go up, if I go up like three flights of stairs, I'm already like, oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> if you think about it, when we lived in the BX, I'm sure you as well, like you go up and down, up and down, the train yeah, up and down, you're moving not, all, all the time. Yeah, moving. Yeah, exactly. Even when I go, go back home, see dad, I was like, uh, I purposely try to try to do things that I don't have to take the train or the bus. So like I walk. I walk everywhere by the time I know I'm like I'm getting these 10,000 steps like like nothing and then like right. down here it'll take me like three or four days to get 10,000 yeah. steps yeah. so <laughs> yeah so it's get, getting back to but I take my, my vitamins are like I joke around I was like remember Hulk Hogan in the 80s like yeah take prayers take vitamins believe in yourself right right, right. That, that's my my COVID men, men, mentality good good take the prayers say the take the vitamins and I believe you get through this, this yeah, good. <laughs> Definitely needs to be promoted for sure. Like I'm getting ready to do my remedio, like for the winter. I get a jar and I put like garlic, diente de garlic. I put onion, ginger, lemon juice, honey, lots of honey. And I make this jar that my grandma makes in DR. And she's like, take a spoon of that every morning. It's just honey and like all the juices from everything else. And you don't get no colds. You go through the winter. You're good. And you know what? I started believing her a couple of years ago because I started doing it. And I rarely ever get colds in the winter. I don't know what it uh, is, but I'm doing that's it. The, that's, that's, the, that's the next side hustle for you then. Like, <laughs> right? <that>. Trademark it. <laughs> Put my name Trademark. on it. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you never know. Especially now. It was like, if, you, if this variant gets worse, like... There you go. You got there's a problem. They got a solution to the problem. And right, right. Know. Oh my gosh. The pharmaceutical companies will sue me right away. Like you're lying. Don't put this <laughs> out. You're gonna take money from us. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I'll tell my close friends. I'll I'll tell you and some other people to do it. That's it. That's about it. Yeah, I, I, that that didn't sound uh, it worked, but it didn't sound like something uh, I would do. Like, <laughs> but. But if it's gonna keep me healthy, and yeah, yeah, yeah. have some water or some Gatorade. Right, it chase, it actually it doesn't taste bad because it's got is half of the jar is honey, so it's still. I don't sweet. like honey. Oh, you don't like honey? Oh no. Okay, so I can't help you with that. That's why I said the water or some Gatorade or something to chase it afterwards. Like, got oh, it, got it. Okay, I got you. All right, cool, cool. So um, the. I, I noticed your your IG. And I know you mentioned yes, followers don't don't really don't really matter. But you've been like so consistent that the followers are just coming on. And I seen like like another like social worker. Like I, I don't know if you know her or not, but I don't remember who who, who she is. But she she reposted on her story like something like you put in. Oh, really? Twitter and I was like, oh, okay. So somebody, somebody else know know who you are, and like you're getting your name out there. And I'm putting in a, an existence. You're gonna be 2022. You're gonna be on Market Monday with the fellas. You you're gonna be the superstar. You're gonna be in a best fest next, next Listen, year. I have a plan. I have a, my plan is exactly all of that. So yes, put it into the existence. Yeah, you, <laughs> you have to. Yeah. But um working on it for sure but like so consistent like you mentioned earlier like consistency like that's i saw you like over like like going on 20 20k 
I'm on 20. I'm going to go on 21. I think I'm close to 21. Yeah. And how long did that take you? It's been almost four years because December would be four years. Um, but, you know, it's I still think I'm like way behind, honestly, for the amount of work that I've put in. Um, I think when I put those posts that trigger people, I lose followers. Like some people just don't like it. And I'm like, OK, bye. You know, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't, so it doesn't yeah, because, again, I, like to me, it's more important that I I resonate with people that are like on the same wavelength, you know, or at least someone that's trying to like learn and, and improve and get better. Right. But if it's someone that's like completely on the opposite spectrum of what I'm, my message is, then I don't want you on my page. All you're going to do is come on here and like argue with people, start fights and yeah, call me this. I had a guy call me a scammer. I said, really? Have you taken any of my, any of my classes? Well, no, but I could tell you're a scammer. Really? How am I a scammer? Send me your email. Let me see if you've taken any of my classes. He's like, you should give all of your classes out for free. Why are you charging? I said, oh. Maybe you should go to universities and ask them to be tuition free. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, get off my page. But he will keep on. Everything I would post, he will go on and say something real stupid. I'm like, listen, I don't argue with people on social media. I just don't. Like, I, I want to invest my energy in helping people, not arguing with people. Right. So I blocked him. I was like, blocked. He created another page to still come back in and like, like he thought I was really going to get, I was going to get out of my headspace right every time he would come and i would just give him like a laugh like ha 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 and i would piss him off even more i was like ha ha so you know social media is a tricky place you just gotta really know how to manage it um and just really focus on your niche focus on who it is you want to cater to and anybody outside of that then they can love you or hate you you know you just keep it moving and and, and at the end of the day it don't matter it'll be like how much you made it in net at the end of the year, so all that matters, and you, you know, you care, yeah. you know, take care of yourself, you know, self care, and, and care for your family. As long as your family is good, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just exactly one day at a time. It's too. We're already dealing with enough. That's right. Enough pressure from everything else. <laughs> it's from so, everything. You know. From everything. Yeah, yeah. And on consistency, I would just say, you know, usually I pick like Sundays when it's quiet, like before everybody gets up. I get up and I write down like my ideas for the week, kind of like what I want to post about. So I'll be like on Monday, I want to post about first time home buyers. On Tuesday, I want to post about financing or mortgages. On Wednesday, I want to post about, you know, anything like section eight. And at least I have an idea of what I want to post about. So when I get up in those days, then I know that I need to create something on that topic. But it helps me because some days I wake up and I'm like, I have a headache or I'm not feeling well, or I'm really busy with the kids. So I'm not motivated to post that day. Yeah. But at least if I have my little like cheat sheet schedule, I'm like, all right, at least I know I need to post about that. Let me just either find something I've used already and repost it or create something on that topic. So I think that that's a quick tip for everyone out there that, you know, just pick an hour out of your week and kind of outline your days, just one post a day, you know, we'll get you, we'll get you far for sure. Yeah, sounds good. How, how you hit a, on, a, on a nerve for me, this uh, Section 8. <laughs> uh, I've been for years, uh, Section 8 in New York City being a freeze. What's going on in, uh, with, with Section 8? Uh, oh, so you mean for new, for new vouchers? New yeah, for new vouchers, yeah. Yeah, they still have it on the freeze. They supposedly were going to open it, but 
I knew that wasn't going to happen. There's like thousands of people on the wait list still. So it's not, op- they're not opening the wait list. They're saying two to three years before the next round. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. Um, so I get people that hit me up all the time. They're like, hey, I live in Brooklyn or the Bronx. I want to, I need to move. And do you know any landlords? I'm like, nobody wants to take it in New York. Nobody wants to open it up. So a lot of people are moving out of state, upstate, upstate New York. So they're going to areas like Kingston, New York, Middletown, Middletown, New York. There's a lot of people with Section 8 moving up there. Um, even Yonkers, like Yonkers, a lot of landlords are not taking it because the rent has gone up so much that they'd rather get the extra money from a regular tenant. Wow. So it's very, very tricky. Yeah, Jersey, the list was open in Bergen County during COVID. They just closed it for new vouchers. Okay. Um, so it's a touch and go. It depends on what county you're in. Now, um, one, one last thing related to social work is uh, these eviction moratoriums that is going to be a freaking yeah, disa- be disaster. And now I, I, I show some empathy for you know, landlords like yourself. Like, you need your money uh, as mm-hmm. well. But at the same time, we got people losing their jobs, people needing to pivot with jobs, people. Right, right. Getting new jobs and, and stuff like that. And rents and still need to be paid. Landlords need to get their money. And, and I'm glad the, the school district that I work at now, uh, they already anticipating a wave of homelessness. With, really? Uh, because of the, the evictions. The, the, the eviction moratorium that's going to be ending and it's you know, happening uh, throughout the country eventually, whether. No, New York, New Jersey, they like, yeah, you know, keep extending. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but also the problem is like there was a lot of rental assistance programs. Like here, I was sending applications out left and right, so there was funds there for people to apply for to get funding for the landlords. But this is like half and half. Some of the cases I've heard, people are like, "I'm not filling out the paperwork. I'm just not, whatever. I'm not doing it. I'm not participating." Some landlords also were like. No, I just want my money. I'm not going to get the state involved. So there's a lot of stubbornness going on because obviously the, the money was there for people to use it, right? So. And I don't think that was really talked about. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's one side of it, right? And then you yeah. have the people that are, do, that are really struggling that they don't know about the assistance programs because there's a bunch of programs. You got to apply to all of them and see who accepts you. People that don't know, they don't speak English, so they don't know where to go. They don't know how to use a computer, so they don't know where to go, you know? Um, and then those people that, you know, worked in restaurants and hotels specifically, because a lot of hotels closed down, the unemployment just ended, right? The extra unemployment check also ended. Right. And, they, and they've been working, they've been on unemployment all this time, but they haven't been paying the rent necessarily because they could, you know, they have other responsibilities. Right. So those people are the ones that are like really concerning, right? Because we're like, those are families, working families that they didn't have access to the information. Um, so I think it's gonna be really tricky and it's gonna be bad anyway, no matter how we look at it. Um, but I also hope that there's more good landlords than bad ones, because the other thing is, if you hold a mortgage on these properties, all the banks were offering forbearance, every single bank. Mm-hmm. on the COVID, on the, this last COVID plan. 
So all you have to do I is- I didn't hear about that with the, with, the, with the banks doing that. Yeah, they're doing it for regular people and they're doing it for people that own rental properties. So again, if you're like, I got to pay my mortgage and you're not getting money from your tenant, go get a forbearance, push it to the end of your loan, right? So that you don't got that responsibility. You still got to pay your property taxes, but at least you don't got to pay that mortgage for a short amount of time until your tenant can, you know, get back on their feet. So there's a lot of little pieces that are like a lot of people didn't really talk about. Um, yeah, nobody, nobody was talking yeah. about it. So like I have a friend that, and right. Like I had a friend that owns a three family and he's like two of the tenants weren't working. Like they were doing Uber and, and Uber Eats and stuff, but it wasn't enough to pay the rent. Right. And I was like, call your bank, ask for a forbearance. If you don't got the funds to pay for your loan, for your mortgage. And then he's like, you know what? I called the bank and they gave it to me. I just had to send the information in of all the tenants, copies of the contracts, get letters from the tenants saying that they're not able to pay. And he was able to get his forbearance put in for six months. Well, that's dope. Yeah. So I just think there's a lot of footwork that people either didn't do or didn't want to do, or they just didn't know, you know? Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that, that didn't know and it wasn't promoted. Like news, the news didn't really talk about it. Like right. Government officials wasn't trying to push these programs. Okay. We got these programs. Okay, what programs do you have? And it's like, just yeah, care, like not really going into details or, or what people can do i, I know uh, i know the city had a program uh, new york city had a program about uh for people for um like renters like to pay like say you you're on time with your rent and to pay you can't pay moving forward like there's a program to pay at least a couple months ahead that way if okay. you fall behind that like you're basically still still up to date i i know i did i did that for for my dad and i'm, I'm waiting they got partially approved. I'm waiting for the landlord to okay. do what he need to do so that that money could come in. So you no, know, there's that program, and I know there was a the city got the got the FEMA benefits for you no know, funeral assistance for right. You know, you I heard about that. COVID, yeah. COVID, I did I did that. You no, know, you no, know, for my mom. So right. I know about those type of, those type of programs you know, being in existence, and they were pushing that, but in terms. Everything you said, I was like, I'm a little mind blown right now. Like it wasn't yeah. like, talked about like at all. Just and, and it helps like both. Yeah, it helps both sides. Helps the, yeah. Um, the other thing is that I know that um, like yeah, the, the thing is a lot of people. So we're landlords, specifically for New York. So what happened in a lot of these buildings that have you know 30, 40 units? If these units were occupied with people that were living there a long time and the rent is under market, some landlords were even like, I'm not even going to tell my tenants about rental assistance because they didn't want the tenants to be up to date because they want those units vacant so they can rent them at market. Right. right. So that's where I see it as, a, you know, they did. They were wrong on that part because they were just trying to get people to get evicted legally. Except right. that it keeps getting extended. So they're now probably they're like, oh, shit, I should have just done the right thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very, it's all over the place, but if you want information on that, if you have anybody in your circle or from your other, uh, peers that might want to send information about the rental assistant program, let me know. I can send you a couple of links so people can. Yeah. Yeah. That'd that'd be great. At least I can like, you know, repost the the links or I still have a lot of peers that work in New York. So I just post post those things up as, as resources or 
or add that you know, to the podcast or as right. I you know, keep going. So, okay. Yeah, be great. Good. I'll send it over. Thank you. No problem. Uh, All right. So how how uh, people could find you? So I am on Instagram under urbanteach underscore. Um, my website is urbanteachnyc.com. I'm also on Twitter. Now I'm on TikTok. TikTok for business. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, any of those channels would be great. I'm, I'm usually on Instagram every day. So you can send me a DM with any question uh, or go to my website and check out my late upcoming classes and my membership group which meets every Monday. That's for anyone that's interested in buying rental properties and managing their own properties. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Awesome. It's good to see you again. Same here. Thanks, Baz. All right. Say hi to the family. And I hope to see you soon. And I need to get out to Delaware. I keep saying that. Even to Tiona, she's always like, you always say you're coming out here. You never <laughs> yeah, I need yeah, to it's, yeah this, this housing market, well, like everywhere else, but this hard housing market is, is bananas. bananas. Yeah, you're, you're glad got, you got in at the time you got in, right? Exactly. I, that's why I tell my fiance all the time. We got, you don't understand how lucky like we, we got it. And you know, her sister-in-law, she, she just got a, a real estate license. She was like, you guys got so lucky. Perfect, perfect timing. I was like, yeah, I, I know. I've been studying the, the market, <laughs> the yeah, market since is your your event in in seven, 2017 so it's, oh my god yes in harlem <laughs> crazy right like four years later it's yeah. time's flying by absolutely all right well thank you for having me on the show no no problem thank you again for coming i'll talk to you soon talk to you soon bye everyone thank you bye bye bass <laughs>